Welcome, welcome. Season four, episode eight of the Breaking Chains podcast. Today we're going to talk about setting boundaries. Lines in the sand. Don't Lines cross. in the Don't sand. Don't cross this line. So what does that mean to you? I don't know, but all boundaries get tested when you have children. <laughs> I agree with that. There's like no such thing as a boundary. Um, what was I listening to yesterday about like family boundaries and oh that podcast so I was watching the podcast I probably the fact that we do a podcast we should probably watch more podcasts <laughs> but I was watching the podcast first with um Cat Williams uh, with, with Shannon, Shannon Sharp the Shay Shay oh my god highly recommend to watch that podcast only like that's our that's our jam like I love when the all our worlds kind of combine. And so like we've been watching this Hollywood thing crumble since COVID, right? Like we have this friend who's like, Bleh! like he like goes down the rabbit holes and you know, he was talking about Hollywood for a long time and how it's like crashing down now. Yeah. Like, and all the dark stuff is coming to light. And so th on this podcast, uh, Cat Williams goes in, like goes in on the darkness, like the selling souls in order to gain monetary, uh, stuff like just have money and fame and fortune like you do some stuff he's like all i know is i made it like well my butthole's still a virgin and i had never <laughs> sucked a penis so it's kind of it's just like so funny that he's just like blatantly saying this stuff but that led me to the monique um so he and then i was like oh the monique one was next so you know monique the actress and she had her uh her little word on his podcast and she t was talking about like lines you don't cross and that comes like with families like I don't know why that was a long spiel to get to that but um there's a boundary I was just saying go don't go watch those podcasts with Monique and Kevin Hart on the Shay Shay like after you watch this episode Kevin go watch Hart? those Isn't it what Kevin uh, uh, Cat Williams yeah they both called out Kevin Hart though mm. um <laughs> uh, it's dark it's dark stuff but something happened with her family and boundaries and what's funny is within family boundaries are tested the most but it's interesting when it's like your family that there's kind of this line we don't cross when it comes to allowing other people to like talk about or get involved what do you mean like like you have your family and your familiar familial issues but there's kind of like a boundary that I'm allowed to come in and say X, Y, and Z within your family. It's like your stuff. Same with mine. Like you can't just step into my family and be like, tell me what to do with my family. I don't think boundaries are about what you can do with your family. It's about my own boundary within your family and your own boundary within my family. Right. Yeah. But there's like an understood line. <laughs> Give me an example. Uh, first, first and foremost, what is a boundary? <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, how about we like? But that's what I think I'm trying to. But, but but let's say it real easy. To me, if if I had to say what a boundary is, it's a level of self-respect and self-love for yourself, where you you say this is what what I'm willing to entertain or accept or or be a part of. So and up to this level, I'm, I'm willing to do that. So you're talking about self-boundaries. What think, about boundaries? How can you have a boundary outside of self? 
boom, episode over. <laughs> um, there are boundaries. Okay, I like that. I'm trying to wrap my head around it. The, he, I love myself so much that I'm accepting this or not accepting this. Love, respect, respect. whatever it is. But Self-worth. It's all connected. But when it comes to different entities, such as our relationship, yep. such as family, such as friendship, such as work. Yep. Oh, I get it. It's all to do with yourself. Only you could have boundaries for yourself. There's no such thing as creating boundaries for others. No, you can't. When, okay. when, like, when you're talking to your family, you can't set a boundary for them. You're setting the boundary for yourself. Mm, deep. Uh, See, I knew I liked you. <laughs> <laughs> that's deep. Seriously, that's like profound in, in the sense of understanding boundaries, period. There is nothing outside of yourself to say this person should not do this or this person can't do this. You could only accept something, tolerate something, stand for something within yourself. That's it. There's no controlling other people. It's None. only like this is what I allow and this is what I don't allow. Here's a line in the sand for me. Correct. Only for And me. I'm not stepping over this line. And like there's no way for somebody to step over this line cuz I won't allow them to. Exactly. So once there it gets muddy, then that's on you cuz you don't even know where your own line is. Correct. Got it. I like that. Thank you for clarifying what a boundary is. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, to me, that's that's the only way that we can set a boundary. Because, so, like, externally, how how would we even possibly set a boundary externally? It's not. But I think that's that's a good conversation to have, because, I mean, I'm pretty firm with boundaries, just innately. I'm just like, eh. and I think my level of boundaries come more from a standard that I have for myself. Like you said, respect. Yeah. Like how people talk to me, yeah, yeah. how I, but that boundary comes from how I talk to others. Agreed. Right. So like, if I like don't curse at people, if I don't name call, I'm certainly not tolerating it. Of course. But like, I have to know, like, I'm not doing it on this end. And it's funny, like I'm sometimes I'm, I come off strong. Sometimes I come off a certain way, but I also don't get offended when somebody talks to me like that either. Like, I'm kind of cool. Other than you, I feel like. Yeah, sometimes, when, I, when I get a little. But it's only you that bothers me. So what is about <laughs> other people being able to do that? And I don't ever talk to you, like, really at a disrespect I don't know. I ever. think you should always just, like, be nice and sweet to me. So that's an expectation that you have. Yeah. Do you always want me to be nice and sweet to you? I don't know if I'd be able to appreciate the moments you are <laughs> nice and sweet to me if you didn't. I'm always nice and sweet to you. Give me the other. <laughs> Balance. Um, but it really is. It's, it's like that, that, self, that self-respect that allows you to say, oh, I'm not tolerating this from somebody else. Correct. Because I don't dish it out. Right. I don't know if it's also like that you don't dish it out. It's just like, I don't need to be a part of this mm. because this doesn't make me feel good. Mm. And that is what I mean by self-love, self-respect, self-worth. 
is that you just, as you, I don't want to say as you grow older, I think as you start to like go deep inside yourself, you're like, because a lot of the things we do put up with is just from things as a child that we were conditioned to put up with. Right. So, right? You, so like you have now to grow, we're like, huh? no, dude, this, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to put up with this right now, but it doesn't feel right. And then as you start to lose your conditioned beliefs of what you thought you had to do, right? Like for instance, if you, if you were like, uh, like, I guess from my perspective, if you were a kid that, you know, kind of got beat, Abused by your parents. Yeah, if you if you got if you got abused, um, I mean, beat and, and, and you and you kind of were in a place of like, I don't, I can't really say anything because I'm gonna get hit again, mm-hmm. or I'm gonna get hit again, or like you know, like for instance, your voice didn't matter, or like whatever, like I told you t- that you're gonna do this because I told you I'm this person. Like when you start to look at these things of wait, all wait, of our say that again. Sorry, almost like I was still thinking you about the beat like you, part. Like you didn't have a choice. Like you didn't have a choice because your parent told you this, so you just listened. You blatantly listened because out of fear, right? Either you were going to do it, or if you didn't do it, you were going to get beat. So you just did it, right? Or then another You're situation working from a fear state, hundred percent. So you don't even know how to operate from a creative space, a creative space of love and opportunity. It's like, I am afraid to speak my voice. I am afraid to do what I feel like doing in front of my heart because I'm just thinking of what could happen if I make you're, a wrong You're thinking move. about all the different possibilities, typically on the negative side of all the wrong things that could happen. Mm-hmm. Typically, that means you're about to experience more pain. Okay. So I better not do this. Like, for instance, if, if you saw, you know, if you saw your parents, you know, like, let's say you saw your mom get hit. Like, I saw my mom get hit. And you just had to be quiet because you're like, like, for instance, I remember being like, mom, shh, shh, shh. Just stop. Shh, just stop. Stop. Stop talking. Stop talking. So, so it goes away. Right. Right? Like, when you think about that, then as you get older, you don't want to cause no problems. You don't want to deal with that pain because you, you've been taught that if you speak up, that could lead to more hitting, more abuse, more this, more pain, more suffering. So instead, you just start to kind of roll through life, not trying not to light any fires, okay. not, to, not to cause any now this. Now circle boundaries into this. So, so now I'm coming back around to boundaries like, no, you... You can't speak to me like that. Mm. So w- the moment you realize there's a line, like even if it's been crossed so many times, sometimes you only understand a boundary because of your experience and the pain that somebody crossing into that, crossing a line that you can no longer tolerate. That's the only way you even know how to set up a boundary. Yeah, but the, the, what I'm trying to say is that you don't even know that you're operating out of a habitual pattern. Right. So until, until you can see the pattern, like the sequence of events, man, every time I go to ask for this, I'm, I find myself feeling scared, scared. Why? What am I scared of? And you start looking at your patterns and you can kind of trace them back to why you would even be feeling that way. But then you, you, you realize that that's just a belief. It's just a conditioned belief 
and you're operating out of habitual patterns. And then from there, you challenge that. And once you challenge that, you're like, that's not my life. It doesn't have to be my life. And then you start having more self-respect, more self-worth, more okay. self-love. And then the boundary comes in. So let's go back to that boundary, right? Because I like that example of abuse. So when you stood up to your abuser, right? Yes. Like, I am no longer dealing with this. You ever touch me again, I'll kill you. Right. Like I yeah. like I you cannot you can't do this to me once you set that line up. Right. Like you can no longer do this to me. What did that do for you as a man once you stepped into fatherhood? Like once you set there that was line up, instantaneous like I actually remember saying that. And there was an instantaneous shift in myself where it just no never again will you ever fucking hit me and because and you did that what does that do for your boundary once that boundary was set into place it it created that boundary mm -hmm. and that boundary was never crossed again right. so the question was so was the shift within that person or was it within you i think they're one and the same mm, cool yeah. And if somebody like, for instance, if somebody puts a boundary up and you really mean it, they tend to more acknowledge that boundary. How does somebody know if you're serious about a boundary? So like, let's say, okay, let's say I was talking to you in a way that you didn't like. Yeah. And you're like, all right, I really seriously don't want you to talk to me like this anymore. Mm -hmm. How would I understand that that's a real boundary? Is this a real conversation between you and I and our relationship? Yeah. How would I understand that? So a real there's, boundary? there's often times now. That was loud. Sorry. I'm going to, I'm going to probably, <laughs> I'm probably going to say like either yesterday or the day before, maybe three within the last three days, I asked you a question in the way that you spoke back to me. I think it was unnecessary. And me? I, and I told you at that moment in time, I was like, why do you have to speak like that? So at the same time, I understand it's busy. We got a lot going on. You ask a dumbass question. I'm like, yo, <laughs> I'm just joking. It is what it is. It wasn't a dumb question. My, my point is, though, <laughs> that I don't have, like, this hard boundary of, like, don't ever speak to me like that because we're human and we, you know, we have moments where I can give you the space. But I'm also, my boundary is acknowledging the self-respect that I have for myself. Mm. And I'm going to remind you of that. Mm. Well, I remember there was one time where we were in the kitchen. I think it was Thanksgiving. Your family was there. I remember the moment. You were like in the oven or something, and you yelled at me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm saying that one time <laughs> because after that, I sat down with you in the living room. I was like, yo, you will never yell at me again like that. And like, it was so clear for me. Cause I was like, I know for a fact in my relationship, like what I grew up witnessing, people yelling at each other, cursing at each other, disrespecting each other. I was like, I, this is not a relationship I'm, I'm ever going to be in. And so like, it was a very, it was a very clear boundary for me. Like, I'm not yelling at you. I'm not yelling at my partner and my partner's not yelling at me. So I remember that one time you yelled at me and I was like, what did I say? And what was it about? It doesn't matter. 
I think it does matter. No, 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 it doesn't matter because what was happening is you yelled at me. It was like very much like a yell. And I was like, eh. Like if that ever happened again, I knew that like I couldn't do the relationship. And you respected that boundary. And it was within me because I knew in my heart of hearts. Did like, I apologize to you? Yes. Okay. So what I'm saying is like it was such a clear boundary and you felt it. But I knew the boundary was within me and I was so firm with that. And you probably felt that like, oh, shit, she's not playing like this is like serious to her. And I think that that's where boundaries happen like that. The person outside of you only takes it as serious as you take yourself. I agree with that. Like and I think that's why it's important. Like if people go to therapy and they're like boundary setting and all this, like how do I like work on my boundaries? Like a lot of times boundaries get crossed from that lack of self-respect and that fear of not pleasing this person, like being afraid of this person. Like if I was afraid of you, if I was afraid to lose you, mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, like what am I going to do without Chris in my life. I'm so scared. Like if he yell, I have to take a yelling because I can't live without him. What am I going to do? I'm really, f so I might live with you and like get yelled at. I'm not saying you're this kind of person or you yell at me often. <laughs> I'm just using it as an example. If I was to keep getting, if you yelled at me once and then I let you yell at me again and again, it would become habitual. Like every time you're angry, you just yell. It would be natural because that's where your anger was at the point. At this point, you're a whole different person. Like you're not, you're not even a person that yells really at anyone, except for our children, <laughs> when it gets really bad. But it would have been a habitual thing, just like anybody else. So, like, so it, it's that inner work. But I think where the lack of, if I'm to see this clearly, of people being able to set that boundary is from fear. Like, I'm afraid, like, when you were, said you watched your mother, like, she was afraid to say, eh, because she already had children. She already had things, like, oh, my gosh, like, I can't necessarily do anything right now because I'm scared. What do I do? And then you as her child, like, yo, yeah, you better shut up because <laughs> he's coming for me next if you don't stop, right? Like, I don't uh, know. Well, from that perspective, it was more about her. Right. Like, to, to watch your mom get hit in front of you and you're a kid and you can't do nothing about it. Yeah. And that's pretty Just, it's just pretty shut rough. up, yeah. Um, so yeah. now we're talking about, we talked about relationships and then you talked about, you know, like, relationship with a mother how 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 is it different with a partner i think the difference with the partner and like parenthood right like it's easier to create re relationship boundaries in a relationship because you choose it not always easier like if you like are in a messy situation but i chose you i mean we could spiritually say we chose our parents and our parents chose us right but like you're given a family you're born here into a family. How do you set boundaries within your family? And when have you? Like my immediate family or like family? My... Like what are boundaries in family? Like I think that's that is the thing that affects us the most because we we base I a lot of our life off I of think family. boundaries sometimes they can be black and white and I think sometimes they're a little bit more convoluted. And, and I say that because... You work with your sister. 
Yeah, I mean, everything is a, everything is a pro and a con. And if you really think about it, I don't think that we're all seeking like unbelievable happiness and perfect relationships. I don't think that's what we're seeking. I think where we're seeking peace in whatever is in front of us. And contentedness. Yeah, just peace. Like, okay, this is in front of me right now. I got to deal with it. it is what it is. But like, would everlasting happiness, does that actually make people happy? I don't know. I think it's the combination of both. But talking about like the boundaries, it's like, I think every situation is unique. Like I might have specific boundaries with this person based off of he's my brother or that's my sister. Because my, my relationship dynamic with each one of them is even slightly different. One's a girl, one's a boy. I'm just naturally going to treat them slightly different, not on purpose, but because saying? of my relationship. Well, I'm saying, no, I'm saying boundaries in unite. Well, let's talk about my relationship with you and then a relationship with a friend. Like there's just different, there's different boundaries. I think that's, it's, I don't think it's but just black and white. if something's within, if something's within, so this is interesting what you're saying. Yeah. If there's a boundary within, how does it change without? So if, if there's a boundary of what though, how many, I could have a boundary on a million different topics. Right. So like, let's say like boundaries in terms of healing. Correct. If you're trying to heal in a way that you're a people pleaser. Okay. Yeah. I want to make everyone around me like me and help me. And I want to make everyone around me like me and not abandon me and I want to make sure like I please everyone because I need to be liked I need to be like loved I'm seeking attention I'm seeking approval mm -hmm. a boundary that I have to set for myself would have to be worldwide or no you're not I don't think that every relationship is that person pleasing mm. everybody mm. there might be specific people that, people that is their people pleasing and they're making up for it in other areas with other people but who might be people pleasing them you know like so so i think that what i just brought that up it actually made me think like that usually stems from familial stuff first i'm sure seeking approval usually stems from disapproval from parents family maybe not getting the attention that your other siblings got. Yeah. And so like, if I'm constantly doing this and I'm then complaining that people are using me, like I do all this for other people and nobody, nobody ever gives me anything back. So it's usually cyclical like that. It's not just doing things and feeling good about it. It's doing things, seeking approval and then being disappointed because you don't ever get the approval that you're really seeking. Okay. So the only way to set the boundary is learning to say no. Actually, I think the only way to set the boundary is to look at your own habitual patterns. Mm. Odds are you're if right. you're people pleasing somebody else or using somebody else or somebody's using you, that you're doing the same thing in other ways. Mm. So I think once you start to realize, damn, I kind of do that too. I don't want to do that no more. I think it all stems from our own behavior in many ways that we're just, we're not seeing, right? So it's almost like 
our consciousness gives us an external source of a characteristic or trait that we have, but we can't look inside ourselves. Like we don't have the ability to look inside ourselves to see it. So somebody comes into our life to wake it up. But if we continue looking externally at somebody else and not say what they're doing, what about myself could, yeah. that, could that do? I think that's where the healing comes in because you can't change the other person. The only person, the other person is just here to shine light right. on where you need to grow. Yeah. So if I'm waiting for them to change, when am I ever going to change? I have to look at myself at a deeper level to know where I need to change. Yeah, I mean, I will say like, and it's it's a never ending, right? Like, a, because boundaries is funny and it's funny that, you know, Tyler is like, oh, a lot of people are searching for this right now. Like, people are, are asking this because it's this hot topic. Like, I need to respect my boundaries and I'm saying no to everyone's self-care, right? Like, it's all about me and my boundaries and no, hard no, hard yes, or you're hearing this a lot. Like this is something I don't understand hard no. Right. So that's what's funny. So like we're no. I kind of like what you said though, and like it is convoluted and it's not that it's not so definite. Like it's not this line all the time. There's a hard line, like my example, or like I won't be spoken to like this. Yeah. But like let's say you had this crazy day, you lost your shit, and then like I came home and like said something really mean or just started nagging and he's like, yo, I can't take it. Like what I'd be like, yo, I want a divorce right now. Right. It's context. Like, right. It's context. And there are, there's an energetic exchange that's always happening. Yeah. And like you said, it's always like a little messenger when you're feeling that trigger of like, are you checking your boundaries? Are you checking your boundaries? Like somebody outside may be like, oh, you're just a people pleaser and you keep saying yes. But like, it might get deeper into that. Like, you're seeking approval. Who do you want that approval from? Do you recognize that like, you can't go back and make like, mommy and daddy always praise you and you can't be mad at that either. But you have to start being like, yo, I, I'm okay. I'm pretty awesome. I'm doing this life. I, I am a great friend. I am a good person. Oh, now that's easier to be like, I'm sorry. I can't come this weekend and I'm over, I'm overwhelmed this weekend. I can't always do all the things that people are asking me. I can say no, or I, I won't feel this pressure of constantly needing to be perfect because like, yeah. I realize nobody is, but you will keep getting, like, even when you overcome one thing, you're going to keep getting checked on another thing, right? So this boundaries thing, it's not really about boundaries. It's about becoming more aware of yourself and what you're allowing yourself and others to do and perpetrate. I think it's like an energy thing. It's, a, yeah. it's, it's almost like, is this worth my energy? <laughs> That's what the boundary comes down to. Like, for instance... If, you know, you say something to me, it's worth my energy to just let you know how I feel, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's important for me to do that. Sometimes. Number, number one, <laughs> I can respect that you're my wife and I obviously, like, enjoy our life. There's other people that if they talked a specific way to me, like, I wouldn't give them the same space to do that, right? So, like, that's what I mean by... It depends on who, who, who we're speaking to. But at the end of the day, I, I think that it's the way that something makes you feel. But you don't know until you can start to get 
more in tune with your your internal feelings to begin with. Right. Like because everything is like a everything is polarized. Like if you think about your ego mind, one moment you're happy and the next moment you're 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 angry. Like the ego doesn't have the ability to kind of to be centered. It's like training a monkey all it, the it's, time. It's, it's just like, it's all over the place. Come back over here. But until yeah. until you start to acknowledge that you're more than just a person, there's just like a deep wisdom that starts to come over you that you start to you start to feel like vibrations and frequencies in people. And connected. Like yeah, you start to connect just, to people's the way they're reacting instead of reacting back. It's almost like you're able to take that pause we talk about, like I see why you're angry and I'm not going to let your anger poke my anger, right? Because yeah. my monster wants to come out too now, yeah. but now I could take a breath and reassess. Like, And even if you think about somebody who's like, and this is just a thought, the person who's like, sorry, this is, it's a hard no. Like, why did you have to explain it to me? <laughs> <laughs> why did you have to? I have boundaries. So, but in, in reality, if I had to just, think from my perspective that's just another false flag it's another layer. they needed to still explain, explain to me why why they're still saying no like it's not yeah. it's not real they're maybe they're trying to step into their power which is cool and respectable like it's all a process say it's a hard no that's fine i don't take it but if you say it, I know you're still not really addressing you, your, you're peace. still, yeah. you're not coming from a peaceful decision-making place of, you know what, you know what, I'm actually not going to go to that party tonight. So what you're explaining is like, it's, it's not a, it's not this thing. Like what we said last week in our podcast, it's not like this step-by-step -step process, like ABC, one, two, three, here's how you start setting boundaries. It's more like, Asking yourself, what are your boundaries? Are boundaries even real? Or does it make more sense to look at whatever situation you're in and seeing what you're allowing to happen and why? Of course. I think that's why am I allowing... First of all, how does this make me feel? Like, if I'm people-pleasing, and you really wanted to look deeply into that, you would know that you're people-pleasing. You'd be like... Man, why did I say yes yeah. to that shit? I really don't want to. Really I really don't want to go. go. Why did I say yes? Do I really want to drive to like a game at eight o'clock at night with three kids? I got some da, stuff. Da, 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 <laughs> da. Like then, then we start to acknowledge, like you know what? I, I unfortunately I'm not gonna be able to make it today. It's a little crazy. It's all good. Like, how does that feel? Because when you go somewhere that you don't want to actually go to, and then you're thinking about, oh, God, why did I even go here? This sucks. This stinks. Da, da. Then you went against yourself. Mm. And I think that's when you start to look deep in that. It actually will unravel the other things naturally. Yeah. But you have to have that compassion and spaciousness for yourself. Like, like feel for yourself that your entire life you have been conditioned. And this is the grace that people aren't giving themselves. And this is why it's scary to look. It's scary to look because you don't know what you're going to find. But like none of us really know ourselves until we find that spaciousness and that compassion and love for wanting to understand who we are 
that we can then dive into that. And I feel like shed the conditioning and the false beliefs that we thought we had to maintain. Yeah. And another layer is life is complex. It is. We are these beings that need to be part of society. We yearn love. We, We want to be connected. We want to be supported when it comes time to be supported. And we as human beings know that that only comes by supporting, right? Like, well, at least, you know, like if you're aware, like you only, you only get out of this life as much as you give. That's the only way. The only way to receive is to give. Right. And it is a hard thing to process. And even if you come down to the truth, like, okay, at the end of the day, I people please, because I really want love. It's like, that's okay. It's okay. So what is this hard boundary? Like maybe this time it's a no and maybe next time it's a yes. Maybe it's next week. Maybe it's, I don't know. Can you like, does it, is it, do I have to give you an answer right now? Right? Like there's sometimes just giving yourself time to think about things like when it's not just about to like feel it out. So like, right. There are these certain circumstances, but Let's go back to the beginning when we're talking about how we treat others and how we want to be treated. Yeah. Right. So like when it comes to like how people talk to you, yeah. it's important to to start changing the way you talk to others. Of course. If you want to be spoken to differently. Um, when it comes to like I just went through a thing with my friends when it came came to boundaries and it was like a she said, she said situation. And it was at the end of the day, I was in the middle. And like, I love these two girls dearly and there was nothing where they don't love each other. They don't like each other, but everyone knows that everyone has things to say about everything and everyone. Right. I have a question. Chris can walk out of this room right now and be like, yo, Tyler. (laughs) But I have a question for for what you just said. You said you were in the middle. Yeah. Did you put yourself? I'm the drama. So so you're saying that you put yourself in the middle. Uh, yeah, it's kind of my, it's like that, my motif in see, life. See, I'm just like always in the middle. Like, that's beautiful, the middle right? Child. Like you actually can sit there and acknowledge that you put yourself in the middle. That's like, that's massive growth. Yeah, I'm like, I am, but I had to sit with that and be like, yeah, I'm actually the problem. But at the same time, and it's not but, it's and. I am the problem in the sense of this situation. So yes, I went and told one friend something that another friend said, which I crossed a boundary. Mm. I crossed somebody else's boundary and she's like, why did you say that? I told that to you in confidentiality. When I was like, I'm very like matter of fact though. Like if you say this is in confidentiality, I won't say anything. But if you just say something to me, I'm like, Yo, not that I'm out here telling everyone secrets, but it's like, don't tell me your secrets. Please don't. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm yeah, not. Don't, the, don't tell I the secrets. I am not the holder of secrets. I'm just not. I don't hold my own secrets. I have no secrets. So don't give me yours. Like, but I will. Like, if you sit there and you're like, please, Chastity, keep this between me and you. It's between me and you. <laughs> Maybe you have no respect <laughs> for me. It's between me and you. But like, so if I had, I just don't, I just think you're so like. I don't even think sometimes you know what's about to come out. It's the filter. There's thing. like conversations that I'm like, 
there's like conversations that I hear you having and I'm like, oh shit, here it comes. (laughs) (laughs) It's the filter thing. Some of us are not born with one. So if you, if, if like a friend saying something and I'm like, you could just say this to this friend. So I go to this friend, like, yo, she's saying this, but like, I don't understand what's going on. How you feeling? I, I now know I have a boundary and my boundary is I would prefer you not to say anything about, you know, this other person. I would prefer you to go to her. If, like, you really think this, if you think that she is doing this to you, my boundary now is stopping, like, okay, and redirecting. Yeah. Because I am, like, it's not healthy. It's never healthy to be a middleman in relationships. And that's like a new boundary that like I'm stepping into. And it was really cool to go through the experience because I was like, I, I am kind of a people. I'm not like an overly people. I don't care if people like me, but I do like, I like to service. I like to like be there for people. I like to support. I don't like saying no to people. And it's not like this. I need to be loved and liked all the time. I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but you know, I have like a hard time saying no. Um, but I also like I felt this like really loneliness of like a friend mad at me. I mean, maybe that's yeah. it. Like when somebody's angry I, at me I, or upset with me. I think a me. good way to put the boundary up is also the what you would want from that friend. You know, like I think people's lives, like especially our friends, they they come to us with like and we go to people, right? So venting. Like they venting come to us with opening, like just yeah. to be uh, a backboard Sounding or just to be, board. yeah, soundboard to hear themselves. I take like what anybody says to me, like I'm like a vault. He's the graves. Yeah, he'll take it to the The graves. The only reason I'm saying that is because it's out of like, it's out of like a personal, like, I don't want to say dignity. What's the word I'm looking for? It's um, integrity. Yeah, it's a level of integrity. It's like, what, why would I say something to somebody else about this person's life? Why would I do that? What about that is, 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 is bubbling up in me that I want somebody else to, to know that there's just a level of integrity that I think has helped creating our boundaries. And as we look at ourselves and say, what would I want from the world? Yeah. We become that reflection for others. And then I think those people come to us and, 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 and we all support each other. So I think, I think boundaries are like a level of integrity with yourself so, and the world. So what that situation also did help me with a boundary as well, and I, this was actually my first real thought, is it made me so much more aware of what is coming out of my mouth, especially when it, come, when it comes down to friends and people that I love. What is coming out of my mouth? And would I want this information relayed? Yeah, yeah. Because she asked me, she was like, would you want me to say what you're saying? And I'm like, well, honestly, if I'm being honest, anything that comes out of my mouth, I think if I'm saying it to you, she should be able to hear it. Because it's not, it's not an, it's an integrity thing to me. And if I was to lose her as a friend by what I'm saying to you, I don't deserve her. Like, I truly believe that, though. And if it's, a, if, it's something that, if it's something that, like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have said, but she can accept and be like, okay, I forgive you, that's on her to forgive me. 
But if it, was, if it came out of my mouth, it's like the truth has to come to light for me. And everything done in the dark, done behind somebody's back, I feel like it should be able to bubble up. Yeah, but I don't always think that when people talk to you, it's the truth. It's their feelings. It's feelings, it's, right. But the feelings so aren't... So then that should be addressed to that person. But like feelings, really that, I'm just saying, feel feelings like always aren't truth. Like I said, your ego is happy right now. 10 minutes from now, your ego might be angry. But so let's say I'm and, complaining about you and yeah. things, things that really make me angry. Like, this is happening, this is happening. And I'm venting to a sister like, yo, Chris keeps doing this. And then she goes back to you. Yo, Chastity keeps saying this. Mm-hmm. And you confronted me. Like, are you saying this about me? I'd have to face. Is this true? Do I really feel like that? Or am I afraid to tell you? So it would, it would be an integrity thing still for me, even though I'm venting and I'm letting it out. Like, cause girls need that. Guys need that. Like, yo, I can't take it. Like, I think everyone needs that venting, but there has to be a moment of like, all right, is this real complaints? Is this real? Are you really in a spot where like you can't handle? Or are you just complaining and you're doing the same thing and you, you can't talk to Chris about it? Right. I think that is for me in my life. I don't think that's the same for everyone. Yeah. Right. But like, I think it does come down. The integrity always comes from within. Agreed. And like. It can only come from within. But to hold people's secrets sometimes. I don't know. It's like not. I don't know. It's not like it's a holder of secrets. Like I'm just like. But that's what I'm saying. It's actually. It's, I just don't believe in secrets. Like Kobe be telling me. I'm like, yo, we don't do secrets in this house. I don't believe in secrets. Secrets are never healthy. I think intimacy. I don't, under, I don't understand if your friend tells you something that only they want you to hear. No, I get that. Not, like, hey, not, I want you to hear this. You don't believe in that. Then, then you shouldn't be accepting those. You should say, hey, don't talk to me about that. I mean, that's kind of what I said. Like, your dad be coming to me. He's like, yo, I'm about to tell you something. I want you to tell nobody, right? I don't want you to, don't, t- don't think, say nothing. I, I'm like, I don't think that's don't true. I think people tell call you. me, don't, I don't want to hear it. Please stop. No, eh, no, eh, you eh, don't eh. want to hear my dad's drama. <laughs> You don't, it's not about the secrets. If somebody came to you, like right now, your brother called you and said, hey, I want to talk to you. And he had some stuff that he needed to, you know, let off his chest. That's him opening up his heart to you. You can't say, I don't believe in secrets. That's, that's a conversation between you and him based off of how he's feeling. It's different. There's a different, it all comes down to energy and what the real vibe is. So, like, if he's opening up to me and he's like, this is how I feel about this situation in our family and she's going, my sister's going through crazy health experiences. I can't imagine what's happening to your brain when you have cancer and then when you lose a limb and then you find out you have more cancer and you've spent a life. on the streets, right? Like when it just ricochets into this thing and then you're a sibling and you don't know how to react, that's a whole nother level of venting and expressing. And But when it's day to day and you're- it? But is it? No, it's not. It's a safe space. It's a safe space for somebody to, a safe space for somebody to come to you and talk about their husband or talk about their boyfriend or something. Yeah. It's also a safe space for somebody to cry to you and say, hey, I don't know, I'm, going, I'm losing my fucking mind and I don't know what to do. It's all a safe space if you want to treat it that way. I agree. It's a choice by you to treat it as safe space or drama. 
Does, do you think this is a, an issue with me where I feel like I don't deserve a safe space? Is this a deserving issue? Does it come back to me, do you think? Does it come back to you? What do you mean? Like, do I feel like I've never had a safe space? Maybe. And maybe that's why it's hard for me to be a safe space. Potentially. Hmm. Maybe in your family, you never had a safe space. You couldn't tell anybody how you feel about something because there was always a, an attack back on you. There was always, well, you need to do this, right? The same people who give you advice are the same people who don't do the shit themselves, right? So, like, you have to really think about, have you ever had safe space? So this and is if, the you want, if you want safe space, you got to be the creator of safe space for yourself and others. Right. And I am trying to, I am not, I'm not going to tell all your secrets. You can tell me. You tell me stuff. <laughs> but I mean, I think I, I think you can also look deeper into it. And, yeah, no, and definitely. say like, if you've never had a safe space, then... I mean, that's what it just all came down to. I'm like, damn, like, who could I tell? Dang, that's crazy. To think. This was my little dilemma. And by the way, like, these girls are amazing. They're my friends. But it, it's very interesting going through things, especially like... Oh, doing all this inner work. We do all this inner work and I like work so hard at, there's no end to it. It's yeah, just like yeah. you're going to just keep, be kept, kept, keep hitting. It's like continuous hit. evolution, but. Uh, unpeeling the layers of the onion. There's just more. Like, sure. What do we it's say today? It's, it's just, it's just lifing. Lifing. Right. We're, we're just, every moment there's an opportunity to learn and I, and, and to kind of like excel and and also let go i think as as we as we grow we end up letting go yeah and, and not holding on so if you had to give the viewers you know an example of how healthy boundaries are how can they find their their traction to healthy boundaries what would you say you know one, two, three. Or I honestly think where the boundaries things come, come, the boundary thing comes in is usually it's where you find yourself complaining a lot. Hmm. Like this person keeps doing this. This person keeps doing this. I keep these people. Uh, I, I think it comes about down to asking yourself why, like you said. Yeah, yeah. Why does this person keep doing this? And what are you getting out of the exchange yeah. of this unhealthy boundary line crossing thing? Because I honestly don't think we, like when you feel like a boundary keeps getting crossed, it's usually you're allowing it so that you can get something out of it and I'm not saying you're getting all this gl glitz and glamour from it, but maybe it's love. Maybe it's approval. Maybe it's a home yeah, to yeah. live in. Like, ask yourself, and are you afraid to lose that Yeah. by creating that boundary? I think boundaries and fears go hand in hand. Yes. Right? So I, I, would, I would say, similar to you, um, I would say first, like, how does what happened make me feel? And then I would ask myself, why do I do that? And I think naturally from those two questions, you start to be like, wow, that didn't make me feel good. 
but why did I still do what I did when that didn't make me feel good? And then you're just going into the layers of really to the root of why you're doing what you're doing so that you can actually set a healthy boundary that feels good for you in that moment without saying like it's the end. Yeah. Like, but you know what? Today I'm going to implement this little boundary. And then you know what? As I can feel more and ask myself more self-inquiry questions, I'm going to set another boundary and another boundary. And I think the word boundary is a little bit weird, but it's really... It's really just setting a level of respect and self-worth and self-love for yourself that you can feel good with. One of the best books I've read on boundaries, but it's not even about boundaries at all, but everything that you just said came to my mind. Loving What Is, Katie Byron. It's just that inquisitive. She basically teaches you to ask yourself questions. Whenever you have this issue, you ask yourself it's kind of like um, mirroring questions, like always pointing the finger back to you, but not in an ashamed, guilt yeah, yeah. type of way. It's like, how do I recognize that I'm doing the same thing? Of course. And how do I stop the cycle? I just love, oh, wow. I actually realize that I'm doing it because I love it. Hmm. And I have to recognize that I love it in order to let it go. Yeah. And that's the only way you overcome darkness in your life is loving the situation fully, acknowledging it. And, and taking ownership of it. Acknowledge, that's it. Yeah, you have yeah. to love it. You can only own something if you love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to have something you don't want. Yeah, yeah. And when you're able to like give it away, like, all right, I'm done with this. Yeah. Thank you. I love you. Goodbye. Uh, so yeah, that was fun. Thanks for listening. Uh, I now see why Joe Rogan has the people he's talking to across from him because my neck hurts from looking at you. Change our setup. But thank you. Love you. Make sure you like, subscribe. We are finally over 100 subscribers on YouTube. Woo! We're over 100? Yeah. Um, So grateful for all of you and continuing to just ride this journey with us. Thank you, guys. Allah. Love you. Peace. Bye.